Iron Burthen Podcast, our 20th episode. This is a big deal in the podcast world. A milestone, in fact. Yes. Most people don't make it this far. <laughs> it's like a small business. Like 80% fail five years. Is that the stat? Of course it is, Tanner. Yes, it is. <laughs> that is a real thing. Because it is our 20th episode, and that's a milestone, mm-hmm. I think it's time for us to have our first of many State of the Podcast Address, <laughs> where we talk about the highlights, the challenges we've faced, mm. and the hope for the future we have. Okay. <laughs> the first great achievement of the Desiring Brethren Podcast, I want to say, is we haven't been sued yet by John <laughs> Piper. <laughs> we have recording equipment. Mm. A grad gift from my parents, Big who step. we all love very much. Appreciate that. Here you are, folks, for this milestone. We've also had some difficult times that we've been able to push through. The first challenges we face is we have yet to have gender, ethnic, or religious diversity on the show. <laughs> really, anybody with different views from ourselves. And the final challenge that we face that we would like to reflect on is... Tanner still hasn't broken in his habit of saying like in every single sentence and is only able to edit out so many without ruining the audio. It's true. And for the future, (laughs) we have a really big deal guest coming up in the future. Oh, right. Yeah, that's going to be gnarly. We are developing a group of diehard fans. (laughs) Yes, Mm. thank you. Mostly of Jackson's chiseled torso, (laughs) known as Jacobites. I totally approve (laughs) of this message. They're the ones that just creep our page looking for pictures of you. We appreciate you, Tom. (laughs) We still have hope that one day the whole world will desire the brethren. Mm. That is the State of the Union. We are strong, united. Holding fast. I kind of hate State of the Unions. (laughs) They're always, like, you always have to end with, we've never been better. This is the best it's ever been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Things are great now. But we're going to make them great. And in two years' time, we'll look <laughs> right. back on the time now and say yeah. it was really hard. <laughs> yeah. But right now, huh. it's the best oh, it's yeah. ever been. Yeah. Retrospective view, yeah. I hate it. Huh. We're establishing our <laughs> legacy in case we give up <laughs> after this podcast. We can review that when we come to a 40th episode. Mm. Ooh. Hmm? Well, maybe we should save it for 50. Maybe we should have done 25. Shoot. Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> it's another challenge we face. Our numbering system has been consistently off. We can off. do this again at 25. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're getting back into our regular scheduled programming here. Mm. I'm Tanner Hoffs. I'm David Short. I am Jackson O'Brien. And we are here today to talk about... I don't even know how to frame this. We're going to talk about online... Debates, arguments, mm-hmm. specifically Facebook, I think for most of us, just how should we approach that? Does that something that we should steer away from? Is it toxic? Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's start with what, what are your experiences, Jackson, debating online? I, uh, do you do it? I did it once. <laughs> and I didn't like, uh, I w- I w- it was on a YouTube forum. And it, oh, yeah, and those, ones, those ones are so <laughs> ugly. Okay, well, we're going to. That is the bottom of the barrel. <laughs> That's the bottom. I could make an argument <laughs> that it's not. Oh, uh, no. You'd but be wrong. I, 
That or like an Edmonton Sun Hence. comment section. Maybe IMDb. <laughs> Hence my reasoning that I only did it once is it was I was defending the honor of Reliant K. That's where you, that's what you'll that's what you'll find. And me it doing got that bad. It did. Got toxic. <laughs> yeah, got, what did people say? They're just it, well, it turns into a god conversation all the time. Oh, and it always it always it, morphs into a it god. Does, well, maybe I morph it into it, but it's like still it does, and it ends up just messy. How long did you make it? I think I made three comments and then I didn't last much longer because I'm like, this is pathetic. Like, no, hearts aren't going to be changed by this. Dave? There's two different, like, schools, right? One is... Wow. He's, like, taking courses <laughs> One... on online debating. No, I'm just, I'm just talking about there's debating about useless things, mm-hmm. like hockey, which I do a lot. Right. And then there's debating about mm-hmm. God or faith, which I have almost never done. I love that joke from wherever it is. You've told me this joke. The like guy's three on times. his computer, and so his good. wife comes in, and is like, "Honey, come to bed, or do something useful, or whatever it is." And he's just like, "But there's someone on the internet, and they're wrong." <laughs> and I resonate with that, especially when people are talking about the Oilers or hockey. And they're wrong. <laughs> Does Katie ever have to be like, Dave, you need to be here now? Because you're just like stewing over the next thing. Yeah. Danner. I love debating in real life. Yeah. yeah. I love arguing or discussing mm. things. But <laughs> online, I've done it a few times. Mm. And I always feel really sick to my stomach after. Mm. When the Orlando shootings happened mm. a couple weeks ago, I posted a status saying, be a voice of compassion in the midst of like the the internet rage machine that's about to start because it's something like that distinct communities right yeah because and then just like watching the rage machine start mm. online i was like out for like a week ivy's like are you okay mm. and i was just like really depressed over that because i had no control over it and mm. people are so angry and they don't listen to the other side or mm-hmm. what they're saying or humanize them at all really bothered me so i don't like it even though i do it yeah yeah but i did ask my facebook feed uh, yeah that was go ahead tanner yeah uh so some of you guys who are listening know i put a status that said is it valuable to argue on facebook very meta thank you very much <laughs> I, I was so happy with that guy mark yeah Renzer, mark that Renzer. put it i'm like, in my church in, someone uh, acknowledged Burnaby. that i'm like Super good funny good yeah uh, oh, okay, we're going to say all their names on the podcast. Oh, oops. Shark Renzer. Shark Renzer. <laughs> I like that better than our method. Just making cool names. In a metal band. Well, Mark and Shark is. Shark. I'll admit the polling, 24 people commented, I think, was very biased towards people saying yes, hmm. because... They're the kind of people that comment. <laughs> a, but, like but, the natural flaws. But you, you framed it in a way of just like, even if you don't share much, please, yes. I want to hear that. Which I, I did get, I but like really like, yeah, ultimately. you're going to get more people who comment on stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So some good thoughts that came out of it was people said they had changed their minds based on an okay. internet debate. Like, I don't know if I've ever changed my mind from a debate. I think maybe it's more if the small rudder of a boat can change the whole ship. It's like there was something that changed with a personal human incarnate conversation. And then there was someone that posted something I'm like, oh, right, that supports it, too. And so, like, it's not that that Facebook thing changed me, but it supplemented that 
changed okay. to. Yeah. So it might not fully change your opinion, but like, oh, yeah. you understand a little bit more about it. And eventually it adds up. you might be convinced at some point. Yeah, we change gradually. That's true. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people said you just do so much better job in person. Mm-hmm. You can see their facial expression, their tone, if they're seeing what you're saying as an insult right. or not, because you just don't know online. You could be like, oh, I'm just I'm just arguing with their views, but that person is hurt. Yeah. Some people saying, oh, you can do it online if you value the person more than the argument, if right. you really have to overemphasize that you're listening, that you mm-hmm. care about them mm-hmm. in a way that maybe in regular conversation, you wouldn't have to do so much work right. to be like, that's a great opinion. You actually have to write that yeah. Yeah, because you your tone doesn't say it. Mm-hmm. Right. So a so. lot, lot of that. Andrew Page had a great one. Yeah, I know. I liked his. Debates on Facebook are to in-person debates as Facebook friends are to real friends. (laughs) (laughs) I like that one. Very astute. They can have value, but in general, their only value is to feed the narcissistic needs of the id. Yeah. (laughs) That was so good. Oh, my wife, very intelligently, said, I'm wondering if it's because, and we can actually talk more about this. Are we opposed to online debates generally as a generation? We just, is that true that we shy away from them more? No, I don't think our generation shies away from it. Really? I think we do. I think we're like non confrontational. I know that I am. Because we don't want to tell anybody else their belief is wrong. Yeah. Right. We, People are non confrontational until they get on the internet. And ah. hmm. the internet is this weird phenomenon. The same thing happens when people get behind steering wheels of vehicles mm. and everything that has to do with sympathy and <laughs> compassion and thoughtfulness and sensitivity <laughs> just falls out of their body. Why? It literally goes out the window. Yes. Yeah. I don't know why. That's why it's Well, a give phenomenon. me your theory. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Huh. People are just, I read comments online and I'm just like, Please be like a ten-year-old who is just young and stupid. Don't don't be a thirty-year-old. Don't don't be a forty-year-old. Just because why? I th- historically, we still haven't figured out what to do with the internet yet. Yeah, I think part of it is anonymity. Like oh. when you can just put a username instead of your real name, you can say so much more. Like your filter goes so far down. Right. So that's one view is like it's the anonymity, but that's not a problem on Facebook. And yet people are much more vicious. Hmm. Okay, so there's a portion of people who think that it's actually more valuable to argue online. And I want to, I want, they had like really good arguments where they actually talked about it a bit. One person said that people feel much more free to actually tell their view that they're scared of saying. Yeah. They say it online where they can't in person. I have this actual belief. I'm too scared of what people will think if they're in front of me because I'm so non-confrontational right. that I can express it because you're not right in front of me. Yeah. Does that help you at all? I find that that's a bit self-defeating because you're making it more public than you would just by talking to the person that you want to address this with. Like, I know that I'm nervous if I were to post something and like one of my family members are like, whoa, you posted that? Like more right, scary. there's more eyes on it, which yeah. is scary. But, it's yeah. like, but you do remove the public speaking fear that yeah. a lot of people have. But which yeah. fear is like, the greater one? Is it greater to like put yourself out there or is it greater to articulate yourself properly? 
articulate. Okay. I think. You think it is? Yeah. Yeah. Some people have trouble like when they're in the moment speaking, but they can write stuff out. Yeah. I value the backspace button that people can process better rather than shooting an arrow that they can't retrieve with a word that's like yes. so piercing. Right? And that they can like chew on things for a while, but you don't then, have to respond immediately. But then we hold that expectation of like, you can actually choose your words. You don't have to go on a whim and let your tongue fly. But then when that stuff happens, you're like, you have that expectation that people are thoughtful, but they're not. Hmm. There's this idea that's spreading and I think is like fairly popular that the internet is like irreparably polluted. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that that trolls just roam and like control chat rooms and like YouTube is ruined for everybody because no. Yeah. The second you mention Reliant K, it's like, yeah. well, OK, it's going to be about atheists. Found, found that out the hard way. Yeah yeah. 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 And this is what we don't know because people can do everything right. They can take the time. They can write it out articulately and very thoughtfully and very well done. Hmm. And they can post it. And it's great. And it can do a world of good. But the people that it does a world of good to, you don't really hear about it. or find, Maybe some people are like, this is great. But everyone who isn't... <laughs> just everyone who is so wrong... Dave is cringing, ladies oh. and gentlemen. Dave, let go of my arm. <laughs> I'm, trying, I'm trying not to say very bad words. Everyone who is just a total... are coming up. Terrible person. They're the ones that comment. And they're the ones that, like... And so it just... It makes me feel like you can't you can't even put out good ideas because... Right. Just, yeah, that's the thing. That it's so uh, irreparably, irreparably polluted... That any good ideas just get immediately tainted. Huh. They're just like, they're out into the... Eth like, journalists... I've heard a few journalists be like, about an article they wrote, like, don't ever read the comment section. Yeah. Like, they don't read it as a practice huh. because it just becomes vile. And mm -hmm. so they don't want to hear from people about feedback on their article. Right. That's for people to fight in and they <laughs> keep it on because people want that. Yeah. You know, which I kind of get because, like, there's been very it's few... It's unfortunate, right? So is it worth the effort to try to like retake the internet? The 10% of people have hijacked this massive medium in our lives. Right. Do you think it's worth the effort? Huh. What a dream. <laughs> <laughs> Those dreams can't be achieved without a revolution. And in the proper sense of the Leninist term revolution, <laughs> there's going to be blood. No, no, whoa, whoa. no. What it, what it would take is actually a large group of people. Like if, okay. it's, if it's just, if it's just another 10% that is actually willing to do something about mm. the other 10%, it's not going to do But anything. you can't censor the extreme voices. That's the no. thing yeah. is like, there's one way of doing it of like, oh, we're just going to get rid of all negative comments that are too emotional or something. That's not freedom of speech. <laughs> Dave is not a free Maybe speech. Maybe we need to rewrite the constitution, <laughs> hey? All men aren't equal. They aren't created Some equal. Some people are more equal than others. <laughs> How does the big group of people do it? I'm in the space of it's impossible. Sorry. It's irredeemable. It's The internet just needs to shut down, and we need to go back to the 80s when the people that were on the internet fit in a phone book. I think it's possible. Some websites have taken back like their website comment sections, like right. some by straight up banning tons yeah. of people. If you have heavy moderation. Like yeah, that straight up is censorship, yeah. but that's the way they've decided well, this is how we get the public no, square there's, back. There's a uh. difference between allowing people to have 
opinions that are just wacko and getting rid of the people who are actually like attacking and belittling other people. Right. Right. Okay. Cause that's the same with just normal life. Yeah. You're allowed to have whatever okay. thoughts and beliefs you want, but you can't start assaulting someone. Right. Mm. Like that's like a controlled burn. Like that's mm. like you start the wild, you end a wildfire by like burning a massive patch of forest. So it can't jump that forest. Yeah. That's destructive in order to like save the many. <laughs> But they'll have their own group of people. They'll find a tribe. Like, sort like of minds find each other, and because they the love to oh, just totally, vent. Totally. Everyone loves to hear other people say their own side. Yes, and be like, yes, exactly, you exist. Like but you do we want that? That's the thing. That's that's true. Except then everybody's in their own echo chamber where you could do that on the internet, where it's like I don't even know a non-Trump supporter. I don't even know a mm-hmm. person who believes in evolution. Because we're just all creationists. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, <laughs> sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. I, <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to edit this out, but I am sick and tired of six-day creationists. <laughs> it's not science. You can't just ignore science. I'm one of those. <laughs> we're going to block you out of our conclave. Then, yeah, seriously. Okay, Jackson, what are you doing? <laughs> turn off his mic <laughs> that's the thing is people who think different are valuable no matter how stupid they may be there's some value in having other you wouldn't get the gospel spreading if you didn't have people crossing borders so we've pretty much all sort of our ingredients that uh, most platforms on the internet have sort of been ruined hmm. and unless something really radical happens they're they're ruined youtube's ruined right now yeah like don't go there hmm. but facebook facebook is your friends hmm. there's no anonymity isn't that the one platform that could work? It's funny how you say, Tanner, that Facebook could be the one place where you shape how your newsfeed looks. I go out of my way to like people that like things that people don't, that are really conscious. I have a lot of really super conservative friends, a lot of really liberal friends. Sorry that I put names in camps and stuff like that. That's okay. <laughs> but um, I find myself, and I wonder, like, I know that my conservative friends are probably really trying to just not have liberal people within their lives. And so I'm trying to like both those things. So when they see Jackson stuff, they're just like, what did Jackson do? But it's like, there's this thing on here. And so they're wondering and stuff. But it, at Yeah, least... I mean, I was going to talk about that later. Like, information is polarized because of the internet. If you're more liberal-minded, you're going to get more articles that are liberal-minded when you type in Orlando shooting. You're just not going to get other perspectives that often. So there's that problem, which all you hear is your own side over and over and over, and you become more and more radicalized towards your side. And more and more not understanding the other side. Like, how Mm. could you be somebody like that? And so that's problematic too. But on Facebook, it does slowly filter you based on who you like and who you comment. Yeah. Right? So if you have a friend who you're pretty liberal, but you have a friend who's conservative. If you don't like or comment on their stuff, like they'll eventually disappear. It's true. So because of there's the filter bubble, you try to fight it. Yeah. Do you find there's still value on Facebook? No. (laughs) (laughs) I think my my answer hangs on the fact that as much you can get a really heated discussion that's like a politically 
polarizing conversation and hate coming and stuff like that, and you want to try and find value in it, you scroll down one more thing and you see some 14-year-old kid flipping a water bottle, and the rest of his hands are like, oh! I'm like, is this really the proper forum to discuss this when you have so many things going on Facebook? We can't make Facebook a political platform or a theological platform when they are videos of cats, stuff on snakes. (laughs) Right, right. So you're saying it's just... Facebook's for something else. It's inherently, it's supposed to be about your friends and your likes and your interests and stuff rather than all this hate and all this things going on. So I'm like, why do something on that in a form that we're, we're, you know, positivity should be. But to be fair, Facebook is trying to make itself life online. If you're somebody who every once in a while when a current event comes up, talks about it and has an opinion on it. Why would that not be fit for Facebook along with cat videos? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, because that's me. That represents me. Mm. I I watch the cat video, well, panda videos, and I like to debate on why Six Day Creationism doesn't make sense. (laughs) Right. Sorry. I keep coming back to I don't argue about serious things on the internet. Hmm. Like, I love debate i thrive on it but just silly debate debate that doesn't matter Mm. because then like growing up with tanner with tom with nils you get in debates about stupid things and you can like pound the table and you can yell at the top of your lungs and call the other person an idiot but you're not actually mad at them you're just having fun because it's fun to be wild and opinionated right you don't want to have that kind of debate over black lives matter that's like that right. no. yeah. but you want to have a discussion over it i assume i, I like to discuss it but yeah i don't go on the internet for it david it's david falls in a space of like when we do have more deep conversations dave really wants to get personal about yeah. it like and sit down with you i think for me i rarely do it but i think it's death by a thousand paper cuts that like i was vulnerable at some point about some comment that I said, like, I'm going to respond. And then, like, I got hurt or disappointed because yeah. somebody said something. And then I saw a million other small instances of things like YouTube comments and Facebook debates gone badly. Mm. And it's like all those little paper cuts. I don't want to be vulnerable on that platform anymore. Mm. Like, I want to retreat from it because I find it useless. And I think that's like 90% of us on Facebook. I've just seen it done badly so many times. But if you treat life that way, right. you'll retreat from everything. Yeah. I mean, there's always going to be people like that. And so if if social media is the new public platform or the public square where ideas go back and forth and it's the marketplace, marketplace of ideas, yeah. if that's what it is, then moderate people who are reasonable, who get hurt should be on there. God, crap. Do you know what I mean? Like, you need a mass of people to do it. Like, I think that's the case for you. Hmm. I don't shy away from Facebook because I don't want to to be vulnerable. I just don't believe Right, right. But, like, you've become hardened (laughs) and bitter to the platform. I'm very cynical to... Right, but that like my, for Facebook to facilitate, I can put out my views or... all the time, and people can bash them. I don't care. Don't you think that people who have no idea who David Short is will care? What like no? But on I, Facebook, they know who you are. 
Yeah, but I can talk to most of those people. But Facebook, there's tons of people. You're very conservative in a lot of ways in yeah. your life. I don't know about politically, but whatever. But in other ways. There are liberal friends from high school that you have that are like totally think that Christians are total idiots. Like to be a Christian, I just can't even imagine you'd be yeah. some stupid, you know, backward redneck. And then if they heard you or saw you posting things about Christianity that were like reasonable things online, that would actually give them a different idea. That would polarize them less. I don't, I don't have many of those people on Facebook. But there's campers who respect you, who are starting to get polarized to Tillard's like, yeah. you know, I always worry about like, there's campers who, I'm going to use this example again, are like so sold that if you don't believe six day creationism, you're not a Christian because they hear that all the time. Mm -hmm. And if I can be a voice saying like, hey, people who really love Jesus can think differently on that. And if I can put that online, some camper who's looking through his Facebook feed will be like, wait, I really respect him, and he thinks differently than me. You have yeah. the ability to moderate other people. We need a different marketplace, one that is incarnational. It just sucks that we have to reach people through this terrible medium. But if everybody's there, isn't that where we should be? Like, as Christians, don't we go to what they're using instead of being like, no, everybody in our culture, like, once they're off Facebook, then we'll be able to talk with them. I don't, I, I understand where you're coming from in that. I don't, there's an element of counterculturalism that we need to maintain in our faith too. When we're undermining the theological thing that holds the whole gospel together, the incarnation, and we're choosing to avoid it time and time again through Facebook and other venues of social media to not be in personal contact. Right. There's so many pieces of relationship that we need to do together. Okay, let's end with giving our super practical etiquette rules that people can make Facebook better or Facebook discussions better. The most obvious one that people have probably been told is remember that you represent Jesus if you're a Christian and what goes on the internet never comes down. <laughs> and so yeah, think before you do. And also you never, you will never ever sway someone by attacking them the moment that you insult them or call their position evil they are never going to think through your opinion and consider yeah. it like yeah. you've lost what you were trying to do you've lost the ability to do yeah you can be firm like i believe this and i'm mm -hmm. i'm really strong on this but yeah you have to respect the other person mine is um Facebook creates certain type of people. When I'm scrolling through my feed, if, if, if a video is like more than eight seconds long, I'm like, I don't have time for that. Like, no, I'm going to scroll down to totally. the next thing that's like six seconds long and watch that. Yep. So guess what, people? I'm going send you an hour long video. So guess what, people? We are the ones, you all are the ones that have that piece of your life. So my suggestion is make your comments short. Yeah, I actually have that oh as my, my suggestion. Like, when people put multiple paragraph things, it's like, you know, no one's going to read that. No one. will do the too long, didn't read. And it sucks because it's probably the most thoughtful person in the thread yeah. that's going to put that. But yeah. it's like, you can't respond to every single thing. Yeah. Let the conversation flow where it goes and bring up the arguments when you they... You could put like a link to so a nice. longer... Oh, yeah. Links people, are great. And the people yeah, that are. are interested, the people that want to engage in a yeah. 
heavy discussion. Tanner, you have other ones? Well, just you guys pretty much said it. You're not debating ideas. You're debating people. Mm. And we just forget that on Facebook. Oh, you, listener. You. <laughs> the one who's listening. <laughs> the one of you. <laughs> you know who I'm talking about. Who's made it 20 episodes. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Hey. <laughs> Tom. <laughs> Tom. You are not able to tell if you're a bad Facebook debater. You think mm. you're good at it. Mm. So I'm going to talk to the rest of you. <laughs> Listen up, the rest of you. You need to go in person mm. to that person. Incarnation. Incarnation. <laughs> Wait, not on Facebook? And tell them very gently mm. that they might not be doing very well and that they might be hurting people. Arm around their shoulder. And that's honestly the best way that the silent majority can fix the internet. Interesting. Because everybody knows a crazy Facebook debater. Mm. Everybody has them that you actually could go and talk to. Mm. And if you don't go and talk to them, they're going to continue to hurt people. Hmm. Yeah. So if you want to like us on Facebook, Desiring Brethren, right. uh, you could just search that. That would be sweet. And if you want to go deeper, you can also email us. No, this is where you have to say, Jacobites, assemble! <laughs> <laughs> Your special hardcore group. <laughs> this is a fictitious. Go into all the worlds, my minions. <laughs> but if you would like to make it a little more personal for suggestions on topics or comments or things that we could read to, we have an email address as well, desiringbrethrenpodcast at gmail.com. Which I, has been really good. Oh, I love that. Uh, I'm Tanner Hops. I'm David Short. I'm Jackson O'Brien. Okay, thanks for listening. Go argue with us. In peace. Go argue in peace. Go argue in peace.